Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. This is the ContenderCast. It's Justin Hahnemann. We're back in the product space today, shining a light on bright ideas. And today, my guest is Susan Clayton. And Susan, I am so excited you are on the podcast. Thanks for jumping on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this conversation. So uh, Susan's awesome. So she has started a company on the side. of her, She got a day job. She started a company on the side and launched a really cool product. And we're going to talk through that today um, and all of her lessons learned along the way. And so Susan, let's start with, <laughs> tell us about the business you got started two years ago and, and, and talk about the product. And why did you decide to launch this? Well, um, I started the comp- I started the company basically two years ago. I launched it, but I've been working on this for five years. Got it was a three-year patent process, and I I'm a big runner. I love running in the winter. I'm not a big summer runner, but I will. <laughs> but I was freezing. Like my hands were just always, always cold. I'd get in the car, I'd get home, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, my hands are so cold." And I always wore mittens. Like my friends who run with me tease me because starting at like. 50 degrees. I have mittens You're already on. Wearing and mittens. Like, nice. I'm already wearing mittens and they're like, okay, what mittens do you have on now? And so wow. um, I came up with this idea. I saw a friend of mine running one day and he had socks on his hand. I was like, I think I can do something better than that. That's great and idea. I knit, I knit. So I knitted up a pair, yep. a couple different models. And he was like, the air's getting through the, 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 the weave of it. So I was like, okay. So I lined him a fleece. I did all this stuff. And finally I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just kind of crazy. I said, I'm going to take it to a patent office. I mean, patent lawyers, see if I can make a patent out of it. Sure. And they were like, well, we'll try and see how it goes. And they were very supportive of me. And we, we fought for three years to get it. And it came out. I mean, just when I was ready to let go, I was, I was like, I'm just going to just go ahead and start making them. No, I don't care. I, I don't need a patent. I love And that. right, right at that point is when, it came through. Oh, so, all right. All right. So, but you have <laughs> jumped forward in the process very quickly. Okay. So, I love this. Susan founded this company, White Paws Run Mitts. And um, I just, this product is really cool. So, talk about you had the idea, you saw the guy wearing the socks. Okay. And there's one thing, and I think a lot of people listening, you know, I always like to ask people, what do you do with an idea? Right. And so, you did something with it. You saw the socks and decided, I'm going to go try to mock something up. So, talk about that process. Like, how did you start? Knitted up knit up a pair and then I took the the pairs that I um, knitted up with the fleece lining and I took them to the attorney and she was like this is a great idea I think we could do something with this and I was like okay because I because when I was out looking for mittens I couldn't find what I was looking for like everything had a thumb everything or like I would start running I take my thumb out and stick it up and then the top part of the mitten be flapping around sure and my wrist would get cold so wow. I was like, there's got to there's be a better and idea. And lots of runners listening to this are nodding their heads right now, I'm sure. Like, so, yeah. All right. So you said you started five years ago. And for a lot of people, they're like, oh, my God, that's a long time. So so how long did that process take You know, from, oh, my God, I love the sock. You know, I can make something of this to get the patent attorney to now I'm going to actually make product and try to sell it. Like, how did that work? Um, 
so after the patent came through, that was like October of 2015. Got it. I, again, I was like, I'm very novice and I did not know what I was doing. And I fully, <laughs> right. freely admit that I did not know. That's what I was okay. Doing. That's part of being an entrepreneur, right? <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to sell some mittens. How hard can it be? It's like they're mittens. Right. It's, not like I'm, it's not like it's like I'm sell, trying to sell like some complex, you know, and I figured every runner in the world would want my mittens. Of course. Not so. Well, of course. Yeah, I thought so. But yeah, that doesn't work that way. Right. That's okay. <laughs> so, We're going to talk about that in a minute, too. But yeah. So, so you. Um, I found a manufacturer, I mean, here in Baltimore and they, you know, they helped me out. But again, I was such a novice. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to talk to them. I took them my prototype. They came up with a pattern off of my prototype. But, you know, there was just like the whole manufacturing field is was very, very new to me. So, yeah. Well, and it's funny you say that, Susan, because anybody that's listening that has launched a consumer product, and I've talked about this in some of the other podcast episodes, it's not a simple process. I mean, starting, first of all, with finding a manufacturer first to work with, right? That's A. And if you want to stay in the US versus overseas, that's you know a whole nother level of complexity. And then, you know, like yours is like a, a, a cotton or other material fabric and you know versus creating something that's a plastic or other type of product so there's all kinds of nuances to manufacturing processes so when you found this manufacturer like what did you like what was the experience of working with them and what did you learn from that they were they were very nice but um they weren't very agreeable on any kind of like pricing they and and i think that they did it just because they were trying to be nice and I was a neighbor kind of, I didn't know them, but <laughs> right. that was, I wasn't far from them. So I think they were thinking they liked, I think they came on board because they liked the product. Sure. Well, that's so fair. they were like, we like, we think the idea is a good idea. We think it's going to be great. So we're, we're willing to manufacture this for you. But I think that in the long run, I'm going to have to go to s- find another manufacturer who I can, try to get it cheaper sure because exactly. it, it's, it's expensive and that's another thing people don't realize how expensive it is to have stuff manufactured i think um oh you can just go out and have it done or you can go to china and i was like really right exactly <laughs> it sounds like it's easy but at first i don't speak the language and i'm just supposed to show up in china where no, it doesn't China. exactly <laughs> no and this is i mean for people that are listening that have thought of starting uh, or launching a product this is a question that a lot of them a lot of people get stuck on which is how do i find a manufacturer first of all but then like if i find one like you found one here the price might be double or more from what you might find offshore so it's just a really interesting challenge okay so then what did you do next because i mean your goal was to get a product that you could sell and of course you needed your cost to be lower so what did you do after you had that initial experience well i did go back to them hoping that they would lower it they didn't but i I just kind of decided I'm going to have to sell them myself and charge a premium price for them until I can get the price down. Um, again, I was very novice. I do try to use like really good fabric. I use Polar Tech, which but is a magnet. they're like mitts, right? Or, you know, mittens. So, I mean, like you're running up against people, like your friends and family will probably buy it, but to get others to buy it, it's like, how do you build the value proposition to spend more, right? I mean, I'm sure that's the challenge. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, um, so I do a lot of race expos. I, and, you know, sure. first, yeah, the first people that bought them were my, all my runner friends, all my of course. family, <laughs> you know, some of my family. And then, but then once I got to, once I started selling at race expos, you saw people who were 
who needed the product and who were like, this, this is, I've been looking for this. This is a great idea. I'm so glad you came up with this. I'm so glad you're making it. And, and I have some people who are like, the price is too much. And then I have some people who are like, they don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> they want like, the product and they're supporting They want you. the product, you know? And I think that's with a lot of things. It's like, if it's something you want, you don't care. As long as it's reasonable. I mean, I'm not charging thousands of dollars for a pair of mittens, but. You know, no, they're even on sale right now. I checked out your website. They are on sale right that. now. So you got product in hand, at least some product. And how did you decide where to price it? And like, how did you get the word out about the product? Um, pricing, my uh, husband is an accountant. So he kind of helped me with pricing a little bit where we went through how much it took me, how much it cost to make them. And then we kind of just went off of that kind of how much I needed to make a profit off of it, or at least just to break even like my, so that I could make some money, reinvest that money back into it. So that's how the pricing came about. Um, and I think that's with anything. I think though, once you get into like a retail market, you have to kind of cut that in half. So exactly. like you're, it's yeah. like that margin is definitely needs to be lower for you to take it to a retailer. No question. I'm still working on. I'm still working on that. No, I think that's great. I love. That's why I love these conversations. It's like work in process, somewhat. You know, you've got a product. It's like in in this early stage of launch, people like it. You got your website up. You're you know you're selling at some of the race events and expos and pop up shops, etc. I mean, I think this is cool because it's how you get things started, right? And you have a day job, right? This is your passion slash hobby slash oh my gosh, this could be a lot of fun if it could be my full time job, right? So it's, it, it's definitely hard. So like you said, it's like pop-up shops, um, website, the, I go to a lot of race expos and word of mouth, people get the word out, but I do a lot of advertising on, I do a lot of advertising on social media. I do Facebook, I do Instagram. And I think I get a lot of like, most of my online sales are from people who are not in Maryland. I'm in Maryland and most people are the Northeast, Northwest, you know, middle of the country. And I, I mean, sometimes when the sales come in, I'm like, wow, somebody from there. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's like someone bought my product from, you know, place you don't, you don't even know this person. It's a very exciting thing. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a article in runner's world, and sure. like people from all over the world were starting to find out. And I was like, wow, okay. That's really is, cool. This is cool. <laughs> power, the power of PR. So, right. okay. So as you think about where you are in this journey and, you know, you're just at that early stage, right? I mean, you've got so much potential and you're working on a menu, broader manufacturing and awareness, et cetera. It, when you think about the lessons learned that you've had and just going from, oh my gosh, there's a guy wearing socks on his hands to, you know, now you're getting in, getting some sales and you're getting some publicity. Like what have been, what would you say are the two or three lessons learned that you'd share with other entrepreneurs out there that are you know thinking about doing something like this? Um, one of the things that I think that I wish I had done more was do more research on manufacturing, on um, pricing, things like that. So those are the lessons, best, definitely lessons I've learned. Um, and being like I, I did an expo and it was a really big expo and I was so excited about doing it. It was here at home and 
I was like, I'm going to do so great. People are, and I bombed. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Tell us oh my more. God. I mean, you know, a lot so of lessons bad. are learned in failure, right? So right. Share, share with us this one. <laughs> so this one was like this huge marathon here. And I just thought I tried I'm gonna to get sell into thousands it. of them. I'm thousands. <laughs> I'm going to sell so many mittens. All my friends are coming. All these people that have never heard of me. This is going to be a huge, like most of the races I was doing was like 5,000 people. Right. You know, the most this was going to be like 25,000 people. So oh I was like, gosh, yes, you're not going to have enough so product. I'm I not mean. going to have enough product. <laughs> I mean, and I had like a friend of mine's son was helping me sell. Right. And at one point, like day two, I just sent him home. Cause I was, in t- I was like, if this Nobody's kid stays coming here any to longer, my I'm going gonna- <laughs> to start crying. And I'm like trying to keep it together. Oh. I, like, I did. I didn't even like, it was so bad. It was just so bad. I was so devastated. So, my husband comes to pick me up with all my products and I get in the car and I just lost it. I was like bawling. <laughs> and he was like, what happened? I was like, this is the worst day ever. Right. I don't want to so, do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. So, I mean, just, just devastated. And so, so what was I, the lesson learned though? There's all these people, but is it, was it just people didn't know who you were or your product and all, you know what I mean? People or, didn't know who I were. Stick with like, I feel like you have to stick with, the size, the size, the market that you're trying to go for right now is the size of your company. Sure. Like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, okay. it's like if you're a small company, start off with a, with small venues so that people see you because like this big venue people, I got lost in the shuffle because I was this little tiny company and these big shiny companies are right all with these me big and booths people, and yeah. I'm right. Sure. And they did like, people went right by me. I mean, I sold and I did what I did. Okay. But I didn't do what I was expecting. And right. I was, so hurt and devastated oh. by it. But then when I did my next big one, I did another one. I was like, okay, it can't be. It, maybe it's just that one. Right. Maybe it was the way it was set up. And right. so then I did another big one and the same thing happened. Oh, <laughs> and I was no. like, but I was prepared for it. Oh, you know, I went God. in with it. I was like, I went in and I was like, you know, if I do, okay, fine. If I don't, I know that this is not the market for me. And that was like, I knew that, no, I need to do smaller things until I become bigger. That's fair. I think that's a, so. that's a good lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. There's a, 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 there's a couple of big marts around North America that happen a couple of times a year where you can go and take, you know, new consumer products you're selling to retail buyers, et cetera. And the hardest thing about that is you're so excited, like your first time going, like you're thinking you're going to get all these orders and, and your product is so amazing. And then you walk in and there's like so many hundreds and thousands of other suppliers and probably when you're like oh my god and then you know you're just begging when these retailers walk by your booth to just stop like please stop and look let alone buy something and so um not that i've ever experienced that but i have (laughs) the first time they're like i don't even know who your company is or your product. And then, you know, you got to build up repetition and awareness. There's no doubt, but that's, that's really great. All right. Well, Susan, so this is pretty exciting. Can't wait to follow you along the way. Share with our listening audience. So where they can find you, where they can check out your products and engage with you. So I am at runmits.com. That's my website and you can buy products from there. And now, so I try to update it with things that are happening with me. Um, I'm usually at smaller races. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Not at the Boston smaller Marathon day, right? <laughs> not at the Boston Marathon. I will watch the Boston Marathon. And, and my goal is to want, so I'm watching it today, right? And it's freezing and it's raining and it's messy. And all oh, I yeah. kept thinking is, man, I want to get to the point where 
those runners are wearing my mittens. That's right. I love <laughs> and it. So like, but um, you know, that, you got to have a vision of where you want to be, or you'll never get there, right? I mean, you got to have a, a, a thought on what could be. That's what's exciting right. about it. All right, so runmits.com, that's M-I-T-T-S dot com. In social media? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Awesome. All right, yeah. I'm excited for you and the company. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast and talking about it. It's been awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Justin. Yeah, Susan. All right, see you. <laughs> okay. okay, bye. Thank you for joining us on The Contender Cast. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.